am so excited and honored to be joined by Dennis Prager, no, no one other. He almost doesn't need an introduction, the Dennis Prager. We've been following the work that you're doing. Thank uh, you. At the Unity Project, we are fighting against vaccine mandates. We're fighting for parental rights. Uh, what's happening in California tends to be the tip of the spear and then migrates across the country. Uh, we have a bill right now in California that got passed that allows California to be a sanctuary state for this genital, genital, excuse me, genital mutilation. And the author of that bill, Scott Weiner, has said that he is working with 19 other states to author similar legislation. And uh, we find it to be incredibly horrific. It's a total overreach of the government. And so uh, we're just- Well, overreach of government, it, it's obvious, but as you know, I, I, you know all of this, so mm -hmm. uh, I feel funny even having to say this, but their their evil is well beyond overreach of government. Right. People like Scott Weiner mm -hmm. prove something I have long believed, I've always believed actually, how weak the human right. conscience is in most right. people. He sleeps well at night knowing that he is passing laws to enable doctors to remove girls' breasts when right. they're 18 and in some cases earlier. Right. When, when Muslims have female genital mutilation, people are horrified. Right. Why they're not horrified here is, is astonishing. Mm -hmm. So if Muslims do it, it's, it's primitive and vile. Mm -hmm. But if progressives do it, it's progressive. It's celebrated. It's just as primitive and vile. Mm -hmm. Th that's the point. And yet they sleep well at night, right. uh, knowing that they have ruined these uh, these children's lives. Right. And, and uh, but you're right uh, about the government overreach in this sense. When Ronald Reagan said, "Government is not the solution; it's the problem." Mm -hmm. That's by the way. That is that week I became a Republican because <laughs> that was that was the right. line I needed to understand sure. the great gulf between Republicans and Democrats. Right. But as I pointed out, every genocide of the 20th century except for the Rwandan mm -hmm. was government created. Right, right. People blame guns for violence. Why don't you blame government for violence? That's right. That's right. Yeah. And, and you know, the teardown of the nuclear family, the war on the nuclear family, the war on masculinity is something that is astonishing. And, it, and it's, it's spreading so rapidly across this country. We're, we're in, the, in the age of chaos. We are. We are. The, those watching this or listening to this should know every cult and every totalitarian tyranny mm -hmm. begins with one thing the removal of parental authority that's right that's right the, the hitler youth mm -hmm. the the communist youth komsomol come the komsomol right. that's what they do your parents are inconsequential right. we are consequential that's right and the left not liberals but liberals are so naive they go along with the left right. but it's the left the left knows it cannot win if parents have authority. Right, and that's what terrifies them the most. I've said this, and just kind of going back to this whole gender ideology, I just want to have a point of clarification because I, in, in the work that we're doing, we've had people push back on us. When you take a child as young as five years old and you introduce sexual content to them, 
That is the very definition of sexual abuse. And that has irreparable, long-lasting impact. That it's not obvious to these people is mind-blowing. Right. So I will tell you one of the sad realizations I've come to, the disproportionate amount of damage women are doing in America today. The... Uh, 85% of school teachers are, are female, 95% of librarians. I, all of my life, I had this belief mm -hmm. that it was in female nature to protect children's sexual innocence. Right. Men were more likely to make sexual comments in front of a child or mm -hmm. what have you, let alone do terrible sexual things. But now, my original belief about female nature, mm -hmm. I still believe it, but it's been subverted. It shows you doctrine can undo nature. Sure. Women used to want to get married. Right. Fe feminist doctrine said, why marry? Mm -hmm. You don't need a man any more than a fish uh, needs, needs a, a bicycle. Right. Th that was their line. Sure. So, the, to defend the sexualization of children, and then for the New York right. Times to lie about DeSantis's rule, yeah. don't say gay, that's right. the issue. I don't want them to say straight. Right. It's, it's a don't say straight rule. Right. We've mutilated the English language at this point. And it, to your point about not defending children, what astonishes me is, in, is particularly in the state of California, we are seeing parents rushing out, lining up, in droves to get their children vaccinated and all for something for a virus that does not impact these children. Uh, we know, right, we have evidence now that uh, the, the COVID-19 vaccine does not impact the pediatric population. We know that they are not vectors of transmission and yet we are seeing uh, vaccine injury happening in the pediatric community and we are seeing parents go out uh, and vaccinating their children in order to have them engage in mainstream society. And oftentimes the feedback that we get is that they do it because their child has a sporting event or they don't want them to miss a dance or, you know, they don't want them to miss out on a party. Uh, and they're willing to line their kids up and vaccinate them all so that they don't miss out on some function. And they're not looking at the overall long-term impact that this could have on parents, their kids. Uh, it, most parents... Their biggest aim is that their child love them at all times. Right. And that their children never suffer deprivation. Right. Like deprivation of a party. Right. So th this is the inevitable result. Yeah. Yes, the chance of the vaccine hurting a child is greater than the vaccine helping a child. Right. This vaccine, not all vaccines, this right. vaccine. Right. We all know this, mm -hmm. except you can't. Uh, print this in the New York right. Times. Right. No, you can't print it. And I and I had a really interesting conversation this morning about the country and this this being somewhat the the, the blueprint for uh, future oppression to come. You know, you've heard about the social scorecard, and uh, of course it is. And and how people are so willing to give up their. Right. Pe their okay. So mm -hmm. this brings me to another massive realization of. It is not true that people yearn to be free. Okay. Freedom is a value, not an instinct. Right. People yearn to be taken care of. Mm -hmm. And that, that is why America has been an aberration. Right. There are very few free countries in the world. Right. 
And the reason is people don't want to be free. They want to be taken care of. That's in Western Europe the case. That mm -hmm. is in the United States now. So... Well, it's certainly been a unique idea to this country. It's made us unique. And generation after generation, it seems like we in the education system are, are robbing kids of that idea of freedom, the idea of sovereignty and what this country was founded on. You can, you can go to, you know, whether it's college campuses, whether it's elementary school campuses, high school campuses across the country, and they are not talking about the Constitution. They're, you know, my, my son, interestingly enough, he was in an AP uh, class three years ago, an AP European history class, and they did not mention the Holocaust. Can you believe that? But he will know preferred pronouns. That's right. That's right. What, what they don't know, listen, they don't know the Holocaust, they don't know Gulag, mm -hmm. they don't know left-wing evil or right-wing right. evil. They don't know evil. Right. They think America's evil, mm -hmm. so they don't know real evil. Right. They, they don't know, I'll tell you something that blows my mind, I, I often sign books that I've written at mm -hmm. speeches. So if a, a young person comes over, a teenager or even early 20s, I say in every case seriously, can you read cursive? <laughs> no, you know, you've heard that joke, right? You give them, you give them a phone that, that's not a cell phone, a regular rotary dial phone, and something written in cursive, and these kids would be lost. <laughs> right, but it's not a joke. It's true. No, it's very true. Yes. That's the sad state of there this country right now. There are a lot right of young now. people who can't sign their name. Right. But right. They, so they, that they don't know the Holocaust is the tip of the iceberg. Right, yeah. We have, we have a lot of problems. We have a lot of work. That's why um, people should take their kids out of schools and, and homeschool them. Yeah, we have a big, a big initiative right now around pulling kids out of schools, encouraging people to homeschool. You're great. This is a terrific thing. Thank you. McCullough and Malone mm -hmm. and, and, and Alexander, I th I, I've, had, I've had them on the radio show. Mm -hmm. uh, there, yeah. Robert Malone's my chief medical so, officer. The, another tragic realization of the last few years is that most doctors are sheep. Sure. Well, uh, you know, here's what I've said. When you're dealing with a medical crisis of, of, of the likes of a pandemic, there are two individuals in your life that, that you will seek advice from, your doctor and your faith-based leaders. And I believe that both of those communities have failed the American people in this particular pandemic. And, and will fail again. I mean, it's getting worse. The American Medical Association announced right. you should not list the sex of a child when it's born because right. we don't know it. Right. Yeah. Can you, and they say they're science-based. Any medical institution that would go along with that is in total violation well, they all are. of all Hippocratic look at the, Look at what's happening at children's right. hospitals. Mm -hmm. Well, well. I feel like we could have a whole podcast talking about what we've discovered in the Good. children's well, hospitals. Well, people should know about you. That's why I decided to come here. Thank you so much. I, I know you're a very you're busy terrific. person. Thank you for doing this. Yes. Keep you're, up the work again, that you're doing. Support this group. <laughs> thank you. From all of us at the Unity Project, thank you for listening to today's podcast. We hope to continue producing content that amplifies voices, strategies, and resources. Please keep in mind that the Unity Project is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that relies on the contributions of our generous supporters to fuel the work we do in this movement. If you value our efforts, please consider making a tax-deductible contribution today by visiting our website at www.unityproject.com and clicking the Donate button. We very much appreciate your continued support and confidence, without which our work wouldn't be possible.